0: Revival recap. I'm Seth Doll, and I'm here with Jim Evans, one of our pastors at Bethel Austin, and we are revisiting his message and the service from a few weeks ago mm-hmm. because weeks ago. Mm-hmm. snow, so many things canceled from the snow and the from second ice age. The second ice age <laughs> <laughs> came in, and now it's gone. We're still trying to repair pipes in certain places and stuff, but right. it was a bit <clears throat> wild for. Uh, Couple weeks there, and mm-hmm. so we're going back in time a little bit, which um, that's kind of what you did in the message. I loved it.
1: Yes, it did, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. You, you yeah. talked
0: a bit about just where we're at, mm-hmm. um, but from the point of view of what you're doing now. So you're, you're, you've been working for the last at least six months probably mm-hmm. just on a ministry called Be The Bridge here mm-hmm. at Bethel Austin mm-hmm. that's designed to heal mm-hmm. the racial mm-hmm. problems and so right. you kinda came at the message from that place of like hey we've, we've got some issues mm-hmm. um, but let's go back in time because we've sure. been here before.
1: Yes we have been here before and you know the <coughs> the theme of the sermon was you know, 2020 was rough, you know, and we've yeah. had a rough couple of years actually. And <clears throat> the Lord told us, uh, told me before we left California and came to Austin that, um, you know, there was going to be a lot of unrest around race, around politics, uh, and that sort of thing, and, and be ready for that. And I thought, yeah, okay, I talked to Joaquin about it, and we kind of just tabled it for the time being. and uh probably around the summer of 2020 uh we realized that okay we need the church needs to lead out in these areas uh and not try to catch up and yeah. so wow. <clears throat> we uh, formed uh, what we call a racial unity program and out of that was birthed uh, be the bridge and some other programs but anyway what i wanted the message Seth, i wanted people to hear was that we've been here before
0: yeah
1: you know yeah 2020 was rough but you know going all the way back to when Israel was in slavery in Egypt for 400 years. And they were there for 430 years. First 30 years was, was, was really good, and they, they prospered and they grew. And then Pharaoh died, and Joseph died, and, and uh, a new regime, as it were, came in. And they did not um, favor uh, the Hebrews. Yeah. And they enslaved them and for 400 years, yeah. they were in slavery. Um, and then uh, Moses uh, was raised up by the Lord and uh, he and Aaron um, came back to, um, sort of like as a prototype of Jesus, came back as his savior uh, to bring yeah. them out of captivity. But the whole uh, trial after that as well is noteworthy that 40 years uh, in the wilderness, uh, was, they, they, they really went through it. And so you, you can trace back to the Hebrew people all the way through time. I mean, we can go yeah. back four or 5,000 years and see how the Lord is always with us no matter what we're going through. He is there. And that's where we need to hang our hat on today. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You
0: did open the message with uh, let's not, let's make sure our faith is not in the wrong place. Mm-hmm. We keep our faith in the right place mm-hmm. and not in. People, right? Not in political parties, right. Not in uh, earthly movements, exactly right. but in in Jesus Himself. Mm-hmm.
1: Now, that's not to say that we're supposed to just sit on our hands and do nothing. Yeah, you know, um, we are to be a part of this world, but we need to remember um, that we are kingdom citizens as well, yeah. and that God is on the throne. His throne supersedes any other. Yeah, and we need to remember that. And I always like to say that uh, I am a part of the kingdom party. Yeah. And uh, so therefore when I vote, I don't vote Democrat. I don't uh, vote Republican. I vote what God tells me to vote. Who did you say vote for? And, but we need to remember that he's in charge and we need to put our faith, get our marching orders um, from God and not from uh, a man or a woman yeah. Uh, because guess what they're eventually they're going to disappoint yeah I'm gonna disappoint you're gonna disappoint yeah not that you ever have but yeah, right. <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, we're going to disappoint and, and, and because we're human beings and, and God is never going to disappoint he's never gonna let us down so that's what we need to have our focus basically you know? yeah
0: mm-hmm. you talk to about just like everyone's got a lot of anger mm-hmm. from a lot of pain yeah from a lot of history in this area. I love the one thing you said at at the very end, you said, and you just mentioned it again, let's, if we're gonna do something, we don't wanna sit on our hands, right? but we only wanna get our marching orders from God, right. not from anger. right? And I love that, I love that you differentiated like, hey, we feel angry,
1: mm-hmm.
0: let's go to God, because mm-hmm. we have access to God
1: mm-hmm.
0: who has the solutions, mm-hmm. And then let's address the problems we're facing mm-hmm. from the Lord, which that's what Moses did. Like, mm-hmm. if you think about Moses, what you're talking about, like, mm-hmm. Moses tried to step into this justice thing yeah. on his own. Yeah. Before he encountered God, before his relationship with God, he goes, he sees the Egyptian beating the Israelite, and mm-hmm. he kills him, buries him in the sand, right. and goes on the run. Mm-hmm. But but he was... He was he was expressing the justice in his heart from the anger.
1: Right. He was doing right.
0: it without God. Right. And I love that. That's what you kind of redirected everyone to. It's like, hey, when you, we all we all have anger, we all feel angry, we all feel pain. Mm-hmm. Let's go to God. Let's do it in His timing. hmm Let's do it in His commission. Right. Not just out on our own.
1: Right. Right. And you know, one of our favorite teachers, uh, Danny Silk. Yeah. Danny has that f- uh, famous saying. How How did that work out for you? Yeah and uh and so right we can relate that back to moses i mean he took justice into his own hands and he he killed uh the egyptian and uh, you know i mean then he was exiled basically for 40 years yeah now god turned that to to his good you know uh, he redeemed moses and, and sent him back as we all know yeah but with him operating out of his own anger out of his own sense of justice didn't work out and you know I I was very rebellious I was raised in the church but I was never taught to or shown how even told that I could have a personal relationship with God yeah it's never told that and <clears throat> so I came out of it disillusioned uh, didn't see any power didn't see any change didn't see anything really but some you know pretty decent sermons and you know people um, Loving each other on Sunday and acting totally different yeah. Monday through Saturday. Yes. And um, I just finally, I guess around fourteen to fifteen, I just woke up and went, "Wow, this just isn't." I, I don't, I don't understand this. I don't get it. I don't see any benefit from it. And I went into the world, and um, man, around the eleventh grade or so, I saw the event on television where a, a black church um, uh, in Alabama was bombed. And um, doing Sunday school, Man. and all these babies were killed, and something just snapped in me. I, I gave way to my anger and my frustration, and I went on. I went on and and, and went to college and all. But uh, all the time, I uh, during that time, I still held this anger, and I became a rebel and uh, acted out in anger, and went to California, uh, joined the Black Panthers, um, wound up getting arrested after. A long saga, and um, in jail, facing some very heavy penalties, um, I encountered the one true God. Yeah. You know, I mean, encountered God. I mean, and, while you were facing while, a lot Yes, yeah. yes. And um, it just changes you, Seth. That's why we're all about revival. That's why we're all about the personal relationship. That's why we're all about seeking the presence because once you do and yeah. he touches you and he becomes real in your life, it changes everything. Your worldview, perp- your, your perspective all change, yeah. you know? And then you understand that, hey, I'm still gonna get angry from time to time, yeah. but what I need to do is turn that anger a- and give it to the Lord and say, God, what do you want me to do? Besides yeah. just be angry, what do you want me to do? Yeah. And then you you you, uh, you move on, You, you you, you form strategies based on what he's guiding you to do, and then Danny's famous saying, "How did that work out for you?" I can it say it worked, worked out well. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. so yeah, yeah, it's yeah.
0: like Moses coming back. It worked out it well. Worked the out second well. time, yes. a lot better for lot the Israelites, better. a lot better for everyone. Yes, not yes. Egypt.
1: But you know what? What really what really fascinates me <clears throat> is uh, through through uh, from Genesis to Numbers is. <clears throat> still people, even though they saw God, and they saw the mighty works he did, they still rebelled. Yeah, They still did things, I remember writing something this morning, it's like, gee, uh, I, I just didn't understand how they could still repeat the same mistakes and challenge God over and over yeah. and over again. But you know what? They still hadn't developed a personal relationship with God. Yeah, Everything for them was through Moses. Yeah. Moses, why did you lead us to this? Moses, well, wh- why are we hungry? Wh- wh- why don't you Why don't you provide water for us? Yeah. Even though they saw God and they saw the the mountain rumble and they saw all the, the smoke and fire in the and the, fun, the cloud, yeah. you know, by by day and the fire, but they saw that, but yet they still didn't quite get it. And yeah. my message today is is that we need to get it. Yeah. We need to. We see God perform, especially in our uh, environment in our community. We see God moving mighty miracles all the time. Yeah. And uh we just we just need to get it, man. We need to understand that He is for us. And if we simply will humble ourselves humble ourselves and look towards him. That doesn't mean not being a man. You know this, I know no. this. That doesn't mean not no. being a man. But That's that means but humbling ourselves to, to to the one who loves us more than we can possibly understand. Yeah. And and be, and be led by him. So
0: yeah. Yeah. I know while I was listening to you, I realized, like, when you got to that part of the Israelites did not have a personal relationship with God. Moses did. Mm-hmm. But what was what hit me so hard, like, I was like, man, I'm going to preach another sermon on this. Come but, on, come on. Well, I was like, <clears throat> God offered them on that mountain to come up and be priests mm. for him. Mm-hmm. And they're the ones that said, uh, Moses, we're we're you find out right. what we're supposed <laughs> right, to do. Right, you tell right. us what we're supposed to do. And right. I thought... That's the slave mindset. Yes. That they couldn't just because exactly. they came out of Egypt, Egypt was still circulating inside the way they thought. Four hundred years of slavery. And so yeah. they're going, We don't want a personal relationship. We want you to tell us what to do. We'll try to do it. Well, they said they would. And and so they actually refused their relationship with God. Yes, they did. And that's why they spent all that time in the wilderness
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. going
0: around the same mountain around (laughs) the same situations. yeah
1: yeah yeah and does that sound familiar does that sound like like today absolutely you know we just uh, keep
0: doing history over and over we do
1: man and there's so many passionate pastors and lay people and uh now in business and in media you see people you know one thing i love as you know i'm a big sports fan and i love to to uh when a player gets injured, I don't like seeing that, but I love to see all the players gathered around them on one knee praying.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, it's everywhere, there's believers everywhere, but there's still folks that just don't quite get it, don't quite understand. So, you know, uh, it's it's there, the resources are there. The Bible is everywhere, it's the best selling book in history. You know, any bookstore you go into, you know, has a, a Bible for sale. There are churches on every street corner. Um, the answers are there, and we simply need to turn our attention and focus away from uh, worldly things. You know, not that we're not supposed to provide for our families. Not that we don't want nice places to live and so forth and so on. But we need to need to not make that our top priority. We need to turn our attention back towards our Lord and Savior.
0: Yeah, yeah. And that's the secret. Hmm. He's the one with the answers. Mm-hmm. He's the one with the solutions, mm-hmm. the real justice mm-hmm. that that will bring. The healing that mm-hmm. we need. Mm-hmm. Amen. So you guys have been doing "Be the Bridge" for
1: a little while. Yeah, we started "Be the Bridge." It took a little while to get it launched. Yeah. Um we yeah, I remember uh, started it was the last last time. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: you started when I did the other class, the Equip we class. We did yep, the same time. We yeah, it, same yeah. Uh
1: huh. And so that was kind of like a precursor for four week intro uh, to unity, and uh, then we started to "Be the Bridge" after that in early October. We started that, and it's it's a great program, but what it really does, Seth, is um, it's a safe platform for people to express themselves. We have every viewpoint under the sun oh, yeah. in there. I mean, they're all believers, yeah. uh, but we have every viewpoint under the sun, and it's a safe place to express yourself. I mean, there have been folks that have expressed opinions and viewpoints that people some of uh, over here, like, oh, I, what are you talking about? But um, we don't go there. We we let a person express themselves fully and deeply, and get it out, and then someone else can express themselves. And what does that do? That builds empathy. And then with empathy, oh, I, I understand you now. I, I get it now. I see why you see the world the way you see it. Yeah. You know, you, you just told me your history. I get it, okay? And I've told you mine, and you get me. Now that empathy has been birthed, then we can move on to unify ourselves. Yeah. And understand that God made a wonderful quilt here. You know, my grandmother used to used mm-hmm. to used to make these wonderful quilts of different patches, different colors, and so forth and so on. And and he made a wonderful quilt here. And I'm not trying to change anyone. I don't want anyone to try to change me. But what we need to understand is that yeah. we're we're one bride.
0: Yeah.
1: And we need to unify under that banner of understanding. We are one bride. Yeah. You know, it's not the one white body. church, the black church, the yeah. Korean church. We are one bride. Yeah. And we need to come together in unity.
0: That's what I felt like. I was feeling that actually. I was like, wait. This is this is to put back together
1: mm-hmm.
0: a body mm-hmm. that's had amputations Mm -hmm. like we've cut off oh Mm -hmm. white church black church whatever Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. oh you got the leg Mm -hmm. way over there Mm -hmm. we need to get we need to sew this thing back together this tapestry sew this body back together yeah and be one person again Mm -hmm. and i love yeah go ahead
1: oh i was going to say we have a, a, a a young man on our worship team uh dave Nevlin, who who really researches all sorts of uh forms of worship yeah. And he, he goes back and he says, you know, a lot of my, my contemporaries don't understand, you know, how the Koreans worship. They don't understand how, um, you know, uh, black worship from the 20s and they don't get it. But what it is, is that it's an expression of their culture and their history. But it's all to the one true God. Yeah, It's all to the one true God. So maybe it's not maybe you 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 favor a certain type of worship that's great Mm -hmm. that's wonderful but understand that other folks in other cultures have a richness to offer as well yeah and um and and not to just turn your back on it because it doesn't sound like you yeah and it doesn't look like you what we need to be doing instead of looking at just be looking at that and see how god is receiving it yeah if he's receiving it then it's good yeah Amen? So, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, Yeah, i love to try to wrap it all up. I was remembering in the Bible the first time God ever said, nothing shall be impossible for them, was at the Tower of Babel. Mm -hmm. And it's when people came together Mm -hmm. to try to access God. Mm
1: -hmm. And he Mm -hmm. goes, wait,
0: that unity makes Mm -hmm. nothing impossible for them? Mm Mm-hmm. And we're not trying to gain access to God. I think it was very clear from your message. We have access mm-hmm. to the Father, mm-hmm. to the one who loves us, mm-hmm. to uh, grace, to mm-hmm. mercy, mm-hmm. to peace. We have access to Mr. Peace, the mm-hmm. Prince of Peace. <laughs> and we need to gather around the access we already have. Mm-hmm. And yeah. when that happens, nothing will be impossible.
1: Nothing will be impossible, so Yeah. Nothing. yeah Yeah, that's the key that's That's the key yeah i love it yeah that's what we want yes sir we want to live in that place (laughs) nothing's
0: impossible let's let's bring that love develop
1: that personal relationship with god yeah that's that's what it's all about develop that personal relationship and you will see wonders that you could never imagine yeah yeah come on yeah i love it amen
0: Well, guys, if you have not seen the message from Pastor Jim, you can go on YouTube, you can go on Facebook. It's there from just a few weeks ago. Just look for Jim's beautiful face, and you will be able to hear it. Plus, you'll be able to hear Jim's entire story, which to me was really powerful. Just to hear all of that and the history you took us through, it was really good, really impactful. And, yeah, let's access the relationship with God that Jesus has provided to us so that we can bring healing and unity in the places where it's needed. And thank you for joining us. Jim, would you pray? Amen. And then I'll say goodbye.
1: Oh, Lord, I, I just... Uh, I thank you, Lord, for all the revelation. Lord, I thank you that you're standing ready, Lord, to to, to guide us and, 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 and to protect us, Lord. Father, we know where the answers are. We know that you are seeking more than we do, Lord, seeking a personal relationship with yeah. us. And, and, and Lord, you want revival. You want everyone to experience the goodness of your uh, and, and the richness of your love Lord. And Lord we, we know that through uniting your bride that we can finally see revival not just in Austin, not just in whatever state, uh, uh, the folks watching they may be re- uh, uh, residing in but throughout the entire world Lord yeah. and so we say yes and amen yes. to you Father in Jesus name Yeah. Amen. Amen. amen
0: Thank you so much for joining us as always Facebook, Instagram, YouTube and our website BethelATX.com is where you can follow along and stay connected to us And Jim, thanks for being here. Thank you, Seth. We'll see you guys somewhere soon. Appreciate you, man. Yeah, same here. And or Saturday night at church. All right, bless you guys.